Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome uh, to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I am back. It's been a long time, and I have the gorgeous Claudia Jordan here. Hello. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm frazzled. My hair is soaking wet. (laughs) You look gorgeous, and I'm a mess. But I'm happy to be back in the pod and to have you on. I'm happy to be here. I've always loved your personality. Been a fan from afar, and I, I like. I feel like we're kind of kindred spirits. You know, kind of like deemed bad girls, but just real. I think, and I, I think yeah. in a fake world, when you're real, people will find you. They'll find fault with that. They'll say it's drama. Oh, why are you so drama? I'm like, it's not drama. People are afraid of the truth. They don't like to hear the truth, and then they react crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really you're just presenting the truth, and people are just they can't accept it. They much rather like. Can we cross on the show? Yeah, of course. Okay. Are you kidding? They much rather. Like like the fakeness, the the, the uh, sugarcoating things, and I, and it drives me insane. That's one thing about this business that I'm just like, ugh, like stop it. You just tell the truth. You don't like that person. Why are you pretending you like that person? Yeah. You, you don't like this. Why are you lying and say, oh, it's amazing. It's not amazing. You hate it, so say it. It's. I mean, that doesn't make you a bitch. It makes you it, real. Real, exactly. <laughs> and why? Fa- like, why? I always say, why fake the funk and be around people you don't want to be around? Yeah. Just don't do it. Just tell them I don't like you. And this is A, B, and C. And that's it. It's but that ho- simple. Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I know. And then doing reality TV, like I'm sure you know, you have to sometimes be face to face and have lunch with a bitch you can't stand. And in, in real life, time. you would never really do that, but you have to sit there and work through an issue. And you're like, in real life, I would just like ice you out and never talk to you again. Right. No. I mean, <laughs> now you've modeled, you've done, you've done hosting, you've mm-hmm. done Prices Right, you did the. I saw you on Apprentice. You obviously did. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, yep. which you were my favorite on the show. Thank so you. I was really pissed that you didn't come back because I thought you were the realest one that wasn't afraid of, you know, the, there's always two women that hold down the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's afraid to have a go at them. Yeah. And you were just like, nope, I'm not scared of you. Well, I'm not, um, there's not, I wasn't a fan like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wasn't like in awe, like, oh my God, I have to like bow down. I don't think I have to bow down to anybody. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. If you come for me, I'm going to, I'm going to defend myself. I never start with anyone. I'm just like, I'm like you. I like to come and have some wine and just like make people laugh and just be cool. You know what I mean? Like I didn't come there with motives. And so, you know, I just was like, but you're my- young and pretty and people get threatened well, and got you speak the truth and they don't like that. For God forbid you speak the truth. <laughs> they asked me to come back as a friend. That's the one, the misconception I hate that people think, oh, you got fired. I'm like, no, I didn't. They actually asked me to come back as a friend, which was a downgrade to me after I fought and earned the peach. And now you want me to come back as with the pay cut. Right, you know, exactly. you do it for the, I'm doing it for the money. No, I'm there oh, for the money. 100%. <laughs> and the opportunities that you get from being on there, like, yeah. it, I mean, it's all about the money in the end, period, because no one really needs to be looking like an asshole all right. the time. I mean, like you said, if you're going to lunch with someone you don't like and you clearly don't like them, shit's going to go off. It, so pay me for that. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. And then when you get downgraded to a friend, you don't. they, they don't follow your personal story. You just kind of have to be like someone, a housewives plus one. So it didn't make sense. So I was at a crossroads. Candy and, and Cynthia and Kenya were both like like pleading with me, like, please come back. It'll it, it'll do such mo- a lot more for you second season. And I just was like, I don't know. And I, I kind of was like, I wanted to get back into 
I want to really take on acting. So I came right. back out here, and the talk show thing has always been my thing. But I'm so excited. And here for we you. are. That's what I want to do. Yes. I'm like you're doing. I'm just. We're. I'm following you. What you we're do. Parallel I, I want to do it. Yeah. I really. I feel like I like to be around the drama. I don't want to be a part of it, but yeah. I like to talk to people that are in it. Exactly. So I. It's just. It's um, something I've always wanted to do. So tell us about this new talk show. It's called The Raw Word, and it is the perfect opportunity. Like I. I got back to LA, and I. You know, started doing like little parts in films, and I'm thinking, okay, did I make the right decision to leave? such a big show and to kind of start from ground zero and kind of claw my way back up and I just didn't know if I made the right decision and then one day I get a phone call this woman hits me up and says hey uh, our EP wants to meet with you Andre and I went in for a meeting I had some red bottoms on my heel broke in the meeting I'm like this gotta be a sign I don't know what the sign is maybe but but it's like something money something there's something there right and so he you know after I left the the meeting they said we love your personality and we we think you'd be a great fit and so it became. It went from that to a pilot, to kind of waiting around for a while, and it's been it's been like a year and a half in the making. And wow. so we finally are here. We finally shot our first two episodes yesterday, and I love it. It's it's everything I wanted to do. Like they tell me, I can be edgy. Like go for it. I don't have to be fake. I don't have to be okay. Be talk show Claudia. And make no. everyone like you. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, people on like the the big networks want to say. You know what? I just don't like you. But people, yeah. they won't say it. They, no. they'll, they'll question you and do the reporting. Mm-hmm. But I want someone with an opinion. Yeah, and I think I think people will gravitate to the show because we, you know, we're not trying to be mean, and it's not like it's not a gossip show. It's not a mean show. But we talk about issues. Like in the pilot, we we talked about uh, a growing trend of men sneaking off and getting. Uh, vasectomies on the low to, to avoid getting trapped by gold diggers. That's an interesting conversation. Yes, and like, I don't blame them. I don't either. <laughs> and, you know, some things I would like to talk about, and as the, the only female on the show, I'll probably have to lead this conversation, but the Me Too movement. Now, there are lots of us that have been victimized and have legit cases. Then there are the bitches that are lying and use this as a weapon. And I feel like someone has like to pay back to that. get back at guys yeah. that maybe broke their heart. Or, you know, just to get some publicity. Yes. I agree with you. And I think that takes away from the credibility in the Of the, the poor women the that are really going through it and the whole movement. Don't yeah, you think? I, I absolutely agree with Imagine you. Imagine if you were dating someone and he's an awesome guy and then the girl, his ex-girl got mad at him for something and says, oh, I don't want him being with that bitch. And guess what? He harassed me on the job, you know, 17 years ago. And then he... He loses everything because of an allegation. uh, uh, Yeah, that hasn't even been proved. That's what I kind of don't understand. Listen, it's happening to some of my friends right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I've known Ryan Seacrest for 10 years, and he's a good friend of mine, and he is always above and beyond lovely to everyone. Mm -hmm. And I've been in situations where, like, if he was going to be, like, inappropriate, he could have been. But he never, ever has been. I was shocked about that one. And Yeah, no, but I think it's just people that want their moment. They're thirsty. And listen, trust me, I know that there are people that have been victimized by other men and their their stories are 100% real. But I think at this point, people are just throwing out bombs to see if something will explode and if they can get their moment. And that's not right. It's not It's not fair. What about the girls that have admitted that it's consensual sex, but you may have regretted it later? That is not rape. A real rape victim should be highly offended by that. If you maybe made a bad decision, maybe a little bit drunk, or maybe, you know, you kind of like, I, all right, uh, you went along with it, but you didn't really want to, that's not rape. It's not right. rape. So real actual rape victims, women that were, were victimized by like the hard Weinstein. Against their will. They, I, 
I could see a reason why they should be pissed about stuff oh, like this. Oh, are you kidding? Of course. So these are the kind of topics that, you know, we are not afraid to go there on the raw world. Like, we can talk about these kind of things. Yeah, and there's sensitive issues and topics, and I think we need a show like this. Yeah. You know, and the fact that we have two males on the show and one female, usually talk shows are female-driven. I love bouncing ideas off of, of the, the two men on the show and being the, the, the lone female voice on the show. But it's and, good to have a different perspective. Yes. When all the perspectives, when you have five women sitting around a table and all the perspectives generally, I mean, yes, maybe there's one row one but they they tend to go the same way it's almost boring i agree yeah it's like i want to hear from the men i want to put it out there and say what do you think about this Mm -hmm. because you know we could sit and talk about it as women all day long but this is the first time i've actually had this i've had this conversation i'm having with you Mm -hmm. with a lot of my girlfriends but not on my podcast and not in public because the scrutiny for this right now is nuts. Oh yeah, as a woman if you say something against it, it's like you're you're not being sympathetic to women and the victims. Right. And it's like we need to find the gray area. The balance. Right. It can't just be all the way one way. Like you don't want to not believe a woman that really has a legit case and you also don't want to just automatically throw every single man in that box that may have not earned that. Right. No, that- exactly. There's a fine line and and I feel, you know, I feel horrible for anyone that's been through any kind of victimization and and I think these men deserve to lose their, you know, lose whatever it is that they like whether it's, you know, Harvey or they should not be allowed to be in charge of casting women in right. movies. Like mm-hmm. I understand that. But then, you know, if you have a bad date with someone and he made a move and you're like, "Fuck you, I don't I don't want that." Then you go out and you write a big story about it and go, "This guy is inappropriate." Listen, I mean, if a guy, if you get drunk with a guy and he tries to make a move and you say no, that's a bad date. No harm, no foul. That's a bad date. And that's what it is. It's not, I don't think it's newsworthy. I don't think it's fair to the women that are actually going through the harassment and have gone through the rape and have gone through the inappropriateness. It's almost like making light of the real situations. And I've been through it. I've spoken about it a little bit and and some of the things I've been on. Like I've I've been a victim of of sexual abuse and it's like it pisses me off that I didn't even come forward with mine. It was an actual rape. It really was. And held down. And it was like it was nothing gray area about it. And then I hear about a woman who had her shoulders rubbed at the job and it's like, oh, the guy gets fired because of that. And I'm just like, you are diluting the, the cause. You really are. You're really doing more damage than good. You, you, you are. Like, you can say someone's a creep, oh, I wouldn't date him. You may, you know, maybe not give him a good review to another friend. Right. But to take away someone's whole legacy or career, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't so. think it's... I think that right now, there's just... Because the movement is so big and it's doing so much, there's some women out there that, that are just throwing out, like, random Anything. things to see if it'll stick. And I don't think it's fair. And then our climate right now, with this administration right oh. now, it's just... I mean, can we get into that? It's just... We're, we're in dark we're screwed. Ages, you know? We're screwed right we're, now. We kind of are screwed. I was with Omarosa, and you know her, Ugh. in this Big Brother house for a month. I'm so sorry for you, dear. Ooh. Please let we me. Had, we, she was my roommate. Oh I was my like, God. I had to sleep with one eye open because she did not like me. Sleeping with the devil. Oh, I was like, oh. But thank God, on my right, I had Ari, who's an angel, and she was praying for me. <laughs> and I knew Omarosa was reading her Bible because she was praying for herself. Who, she who knew. brought her Bible? They, yeah, she had her Bible with her. Well, the devil knows the Bible more than, like, yeah. you know, most Christians. Like, the <laughs> devil knows the Bible front and back. Like, let's be very clear. Like, I learned that, you know, when I was on Atlanta Housewives, a lot of people can quote the Bible that uh-huh. may not be living that life. Exactly. Like, do not be fooled, everybody out there. Just because, you know, I don't know any parts of the Bible, but I live my life in, a, 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 I think, a way that. You're a good person. I feel like I'm a good right. person. I feel like people that try so hard to shove that down your throat, beware. Like, why are you telling me how good of a Christian you are? If you are, I'll notice. 
Exactly. Please don't lie. I mean, it, it was so frightening. And then to have her saying that, you know, Trump is, we're in trouble. And we're like, we're going to be okay. She's like, no, we're not going to be okay. So we're only in trouble once he fired your ass. Right. But when we're you were working for him, we were good. We had to all bow down right, to him. Exactly. You know what? Get uh, it together. Please. Can nobody else cast her on any of the shows? I'm tired of seeing her face. The original face, second face, third face, and her horrible <laughs> personality. And she's so fake about it. Like, sorry. Oh, no. She, I mean, she is an evil genius. I will say that. She's smart. Like, she's smart. And so was Charles Manson. A lot yeah, of people no, that were it's evil scary. were I'm saying it's smart. not something that I personally want to be around. I can tell you, I have every single person's phone number in my phone from that show, except for hers. Well, yeah. I did not. But the other people got it. I'm like, I'm good. She has no I'm like, I'll get it from Ari. We're good. I do not need to be talking to her i'm oh good God. i spent i did i did my time you, you did you're, right. you, you you know you're going to heaven for that yeah but did. yeah talking about no the fight climate, no, uh, we, oh, her and i went out at a couple but nothing times. physical oh no yeah I mean, because I, she's a reverend now pastor yeah she's and mm-hmm. she's also she's married to a pastor oh can't she's, tell um she's married to pastor john allen Newman, yeah. newman bless his heart and he he is lovely though i'm like oh you're his plus one to heaven opposite the exactly because i was like he just gives off this beautiful energy and sweet and kind and i'm like how she can get you? some good ones she's she, gone and i was i was like whoa okay how'd you land that because yeah. the second i met her i could i could see right right through yeah. it well jeffrey Dahmer was also good at like luring <laughs> nice sweet people into his house and then he cut their heads off you yeah. know what i mean so that, that is true you know smart people yes they, they, they have a way about them now do you guys have on your talk show <laughs> oh do you God. have guests on i mean you only shot two now so yeah we we haven't had a lot yet but we are like it's the first week of a talk show is the hardest because you know no one's heard of it yet except you know the media the, the press so we we have some great people coming on still regardless so um we have some um hollywood royalty coming through and music royalty from the ross family I can say that. Oh, nice. The Simpson family. I can say that. And a super funny comedian from Blackish, Dion Cole. He's amazing. Um, we've got David Arquette. Oh, and, uh, he's people, hilarious. And now people are starting to call us and they want to come through. And the set is amazing. The conversation is, is good and it's fun and it's quick. And we just have a good time. And we have game shows on the show. Um, oh, fun. I get to be sexy on the show. Like, I don't have to wear frumpy clothes. Like, I am showing out on the show, okay? Good. I we really need am. we need to show that you can be strong and sexy and attractive and still smart. Right. We're not a piece of ass. We have something to say. I mean, we can be a smart piece of oh, ass. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were a piece of ass <laughs> when we want to be a piece exactly. of ass. It's our choice. Let's but at nighttime. Daytime, yes. i got my glasses on. No, I get it. But, no, it's like you – like, I like – I want to see the sexy girl and have watch her have a smart conversation. And have an opinion. But you're confident, though. You know what I mean? So when you're a confident woman, you want to see that. You want to see other women win like that. So it's like, that's good. I want to see more of that. Like, more women saying, you know what? That's not th- nothing to be intimidated by or to, to, you know, downgrade. You know, I'm sure you experienced oh, that on uh, the reality show. I mean, like, I, all my friends, uh, not all my friends, some people were saying to me out of Big Brother house, like, oh, my God, you made friends with the most beautiful girl in the house. You guys are best friends. Weren't you intimidated? I'm like, oh, my God. That uh, is hello. The, that is crazy. You're not ugly. Well, no, it's not even that. <laughs> but it was just I was drawn to her personality, and she's a beautiful creature. And I I loved her, mm-hmm. and it was like I celebrate beautiful women, and especially if they, the insides match the outsides, yeah. it's even better. So I was just kind of taken aback at people going, "Oh, I can't believe you, you know, partnered up with a pretty one." I'm like, why do what? people equate pretty with ugly? I'm with, with evil or with mean? I don't mean? know. Like, like so, ugly people are nice, right. and pretty people are mean. And so that's know. is that what we're trying to say here? Right. And pretty people, like you, could, there can only be one. Right. <laughs> that scares me. It's like, it's like that girl that's the pretty girl with all the ugly friends. She scares me. Right. That, you know, that's a little bit like she can't be around anyone else. That. I don't. I, women are cra- a little crazy. Oh, for real. Let's be honest. Because we have these stupid hormones going through our blood, where we, we feel good for like 
22 days out of the month or 25 days and then for five days we're cray cray because we got this oh. hormone that's like I'm ugly I'm fat no one's gonna marry me and then we get a zit <laughs> and we're like this is horrible I shouldn't be getting yeah and then I we compare it. ourselves to other women but we have a segment on the show called Claudia's Couch so we get to like have girls on maybe you should come on I would that love segment, to and we can you know it'll be like girl talk Yes. And that's totally away from the guys. And we can talk about this kind of thing. Like, why is a pretty girl the, the, deemed the mean girl? Right. I don't know. We can just talk about whatever. So that's the kind of show that we have. So I'm inviting you on, Brandy, Yay, to I'm the show. Yeah, I'm get my hair back in and the color right. Because right now I'm sitting here with no extensions in and wet hair. And it's not a hot look. But that's okay. Don't you hate that when you have extensions on? You feel, like, so amazing. And you take it off and you're like, I'm bald. I, I feel like I, my hair is anorexic. But you're not. But you're <laughs> so used to having But you're so Yeah, exactly. Well, Matt, I just did the Big Brother show. And they all came out while I was filming it. So I went from having like long <laughs> luscious hair to every time I comb my hair one would come out because we course. tried a new tape and I'm like this is, by the end I had an ugly bob and I was like damn it I oh was, my god but like if you're gonna go down at least I mean people watch it slowly happen and, and it's, it's real. real it's real exactly and you got a nice check for that show I, I hear that show pays kind of well so I mean it paid great but then you know hey, if you win brother. yeah you should <laughs> you, you know what you should do it it, it was um, it was their first time doing it with, you know, quote unquote celebrities and it went, they got great numbers. It went really well. So I know that they're going to do it again and they have their normal one coming up this summer, which is three months. I would not recommend three that. Three months? I, I couldn't, not just the normal one, but the big brother one was a month. This one that I did. Wow. And that, it seemed like a year because you, there, you don't get sunlight. So we didn't see daylight. days. Yeah. No phone. You can't. No phone, home. no pen, paper, no books, no reading materials. No, they were in charge of if they gave us alcohol, which only happened a couple of times, seven times, I counted. Oh <laughs> I was like, wait, where's my? And then some people, no one drank except for like when they were trying to piss me off, then they would have the wine. And I'm like, you are out. You're oh not my getting God. my vote to stay in. But um, no, you should do it. You would really, I think you would, it's an interesting, it's a human experiment. And I think that you would be really good at it because you're bright and you're smart, but you have to be shady a little bit. You so do? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know you well enough to know mm. if you have that in you. But I'm not really shady. Me either, because no. I like, kind of lead with the truth. Yeah. And it doesn't go well all the time. So that's you... why those conniving people like an Amorosa, yep. that's why they thrive in those kind of environments, because they don't have that thing that says, I probably should, this is probably not a good look. They don't care. No. You know? Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, here you go. Like, why'd you say that? I'm like, because it's the truth. And then I'm on the block again. But, yeah. But you should think know. about doing it. Ugh. Well, now that I know that she wouldn't be on there, then maybe, because she's the one person I just don't want to do a show with again. No, so. I mean. Unless it's celebrity deathmatch and we get to fight to the So death. you guys did, what did you do together? <laughs> Apprentice? Yeah, we did. Celebrity Apprentice All-Stars. I did it <gasps> first time. Because I was on Deal or No Deal, and that's why Donald yeah, Trump remember. came to the show and met me. And then he asked me to come on. It took a while to get on. And then once I got on, I, you know, we became friends. I used to be friends with him. And then they did a, you know, an all-stars version, like 2012, and then we were on the same season. And we were cool at the time, so we said, let's make a pact to not throw each other under the bus. Okay, I'm really going to make a deal <laughs> with you. And she just, you know. She came for you. Yeah, well, just a lot of little scandalous stuff she was talking about doing, like, you know, using charity money from her newly deceased boyfriend to, you know, win challenges, stuff like that, that I just thought was unethical. Oh and just didn't God. sit right with me. She said it while she was mic'd. So. <gasps> I mean... She is smart, but like yeah. if how like she said some things in there that I was like, you're gonna get sued when you come out yeah. of this place. So I mean, she's smart, but then I think maybe just sometimes her ego, she just can't yeah. help herself. She has to say things out loud. I mean, yeah, she's smart enough to know she has a microphone on after right. a few seasons of reality TV shows. The devil doesn't care. Well, you know, yikes. Yeah, no, she's like, oh, let's not even talk about. It. I'm gonna get yeah. the BBGBs again. She's got enough. Pressure, yeah, from this. Right? She just needs to go away somewhere and just fade away. But yes. something that won't fade away is the raw word. Yes. March 5th, 
Um, we will be, it's, it's a test run, but we are, we'll, we'll be on every single day, um, starting March 5th for, for a little while. And we're just hoping for big things, and we hope for a big, a nice response. And I think people are going to like this show. It's different than any of the any of the talk show that's on right now. You know? Yeah, no, it, I it haven't is. really seen a, um, a talk show with guys and girls mixed in. Yeah, and that will be interesting. And, and usually, in straight men too, you don't really uh, see that. That's true. On talk shows, it's always like a gay man with right. the ladies, so it's kind of like a feminine kind of energy. And I do no shade to the gays because I no, love the gays. Honey, they taught to. me how to walk the runway and get my eyebrows <laughs> together. But they, you know, it's just it's nice to see. Uh, you know, some just masculine energy like that. You know, a married man. Yeah, a father. you want you want to know what that guy that you know that is out there dating. You know, women that like like us. Mm-hmm. What they're thinking. We yeah. want to get into their heads and find out why are you not asking? Why are you going and dating nineteen year olds and right. not someone <laughs> exactly. age appropriate? Like right. you want to know that. And Michael, my two co-hosts, Michael Eric Dyson, he's a genius. He's like a New York Times bestselling author. He's wrote like twenty books, wow. and he's so brilliant. Like he he knows words that none of us know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta step my thesaurus game up, you know. But sometimes I can That's like hilarious. translate what he says. But we still have an amazing chemistry and a great vibe. Like I won't say he's like a father figure; he's not. Like maybe like a big brother. And we just have like a fun, playful energy with us. And then Dr. Dan, he is from Brooklyn, and he's a doctor. He's a, he's a pain specialist, but he can heal you. I swear with no meds. <gasps> Okay, like it is crazy. Like just by talking to you, and he figures out the source of your pain. Because it's all it all comes from up here. Because like, and so if you have like nerve damage, it, it's something sending a signal to your brain. So you know, I do because my sister's going through. She was going through some chronic pain, and I tried to hook her up with these all these different doctors, and I found this one that does that. It wow. might even be him because I don't remember anyone's name. It's like they talk to you about what's going on in your life, and sometimes mm-hmm. you place like trauma. You place it somewhere. It's like yep. you almost put like some old shoes you don't like in the closet, and that's where you feel that pain. And it, and he, I didn't believe it at first. So I was going through a breakup when I first did the pilot, and we talked about it, and I'm thinking, are you hypnotizing me right now, you know? <laughs> that I swear to God, the next day I came in, I, my hip was hurting for two months straight. I talked to him the next day. I said, dude, I don't know what the hell you did, but my hip doesn't hurt anymore. And he's like, it's a process, but yeah, if I continue to, to work with you, you won't get that pain back. And it hasn't come back. Like, it's crazy. That's amazing. So he, I really believe in that. He'll, he'll do some pieces on, you know, he'll go visit, like, professional football players. He went and saw, like, Ron Gronkowski from the New England Patriots and, you know, talked to him about pain. And, you know, a lot of people in America are hooked on pain pills. Yeah. Or I, I, in L.A. Look, I mean, look at Prince. I mean, yeah. look at, I mean, look at all of these people that are suffering with, you know, chronic pain that the only thing they can do is take this medicine mm-hmm. and then they become, you know, they have to have it. And they die yes. a lot of times. And I mean, unfortunately. I don't, I had some family members that were addicted to pain meds and it just, it just, the quality of their life is, has just been just altered. Yeah. They can't think of life. They can't fathom life you know, Everything pills. revolves around that and getting that next hook, getting that next like prescription. Mm-hmm. And it's, I know a few people higher like that in my higher. life as well. You saw Whitney and Bobby, like I think oh. they used to use spoons to get the, the doo-doo out like, because they'd be so constipated. Like that's the level of, that people get, you know. So to have this guy, he's a genius. So I have two. I'm surrounded by two like geniuses. So that's perfect. It's gonna only raise my game up. Exactly. I think, you know, and I don't know. It's exciting. So I, I can't wait to. You know, I've been talking about it for the longest, and now it's finally here, and it's not fluff. Right. It's not fluff. Like we're not just talking about like who or what. Not that that's not interesting sometimes, but I've always liked to talk about issues and things that can make you think. You know what I mean? Like. Just not things that are just popular at the moment, but right. not necessarily just entertainment news, yeah. but like what everything that's going on in this world and right now. I mean, all you have to do is turn on the news, oh and there's a, there's a new issue every second, every day. We have scandal. I think now more than ever because of like what's going on with the current climate of America, actually the world. 
we need a TV show where it's like some feel goodness at the end. Yeah. And every show we try to leave you kind of like feeling like inspired. So yeah, we might tackle a problem. Like we talked in the pilot, we had gang members that, you know, went to prison for like very long, you know, sentences and they got out their faces tatted up and they come out, who's going to hire them? Right. So there was a company called Homeboy Industries that, you know, provide a free tattoo removal and got them in class and taught them a trade. And they are running this like successful bakery downtown LA. And they're like, they can be productive members of society. So like you see the problem, you cry a little bit about their childhood, how awful it was, but then it ends on a high note. So that's the kind of TV we're doing, you know, and I really hope people, I think there's a void for that right now. We need that. I, you know, if you watch... CNN, MSNBC, Fox, all day long, you will be depressed. I've gained 12 I have, pounds. I have to stop watching, and I like to know what's going on yes. in, in our world. I like to be you know, involved. I can't watch it right now. I have kids. I can't even look at it. It's so depressing. It's and And it's worrisome. So I sit around worrying all day long. Are my kids going to be okay? Are we going to be okay? Mm-hmm. And I can't do it anymore. So now I am I'm kind of ignorant. I mean, luckily, I was in a house for a month with no TV. Yeah, but I'm afraid to tune back in. Well, it's depressing. And then it kind of affects your day. And it kind of makes some people think, who cares? Like, should I just give up? Right. You know, do I still want to keep trying so hard to be this good person or to do better or to lose that weight or to start this new job? Like, it's almost like, well, we're about to get bombed we're doomed anyway, right? It's kind of what it feels my, like. my 10-year-old said that. Really? Way. He's like, oh, it's probably just a nuke. Oh, my God. Like, and that's... Remember when we were growing up, the oh biggest fear God. was like a bomb, for, a nuke from Russia. Yes. And now it's come back around, but real now. Right. Yes. You know? And... and- Remember the day there was like the bomb threat? They said that a bomb was la- being launched at uh, Hawaii. And it's just like, we, I don't know if you were in the house at the time. No, I, I heard about it. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? It, it is so frightening. I don't want my kids to grow up just thinking they can run off and do crazy shit because the world's mm-hmm. going to be over tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I have two boys and they're in LA where everything's crazy already yeah. as it is. So it is frightening. And I do need to tune back in. But even just getting the CNN update alerts on my phone, mm-hmm. I don't even read them right now. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to re-involve myself in our society. Just I need a couple more days. Yeah, and then the school shootings as well. Oh my god! Uh, oh, I yes. I and then not. the answer from this administration is, well, let's give the teachers guns. Okay, but the the police officer that was trained stood outside and didn't rush in. But you expect the teacher getting paid thirty, forty thousand dollars a year who has all the stress already of their life worrying about these kids to go in, and now they're supposed to engage in combat right. with the shooter? Are you serious right now? But those are the kind of things. We don't really talk Trump on the show, but we right. talk about the issues. Right, like, of he course. has enough press right now. Right, yeah. But I we mean. talk about the issues. Like, you know, we need, we, we, we talked about the kids, how the amazing kids right now are stepping up yeah. and being more responsible than our members of Congress. The Republicans right now, they don't want to, like, they don't want to vote against, they don't want to offend the NRA, right? <sighs> They'd rather offend kids and mothers, parents of kids that have gotten killed than, than, than the NRA, God forbid. It's all about the Benjamins. You know that. Oh, it's so all about it. the money. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate, and we need gun control, and it's not going to happen with this administration ever. Yeah. And so I, I – the thought of it just scares the shit out of me. Why do you need a machine gun? Why do you need an AR-15? Why do you need any kind of – even semi-automatic? Yeah. Jake and I were talking about this this morning on the way to school. And I was like, really? Nobody re- needs a gun. He's like, unless it's like a pistol. I said, no one needs a semi-automatic gun. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. There's nothing – like, if you're out hunting, use a rifle. Right. You know, it's 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 like – I just don't I, – I don't – I actually don't like people that hunt, so I'm just saying. And my brother hunts and I have fights mm-hmm. with him all the time. I'm like, where, when did you become this guy that right. kills deer? I'm like, just go to the supermarket. He's like, no, but the venison. I'm like, dude, how can you look at an animal that's I so know. cute and shoot it? I can't – yeah. Nope. I'm I, the same as you. I'm but, anti-hunter. But me too. My, I, both my brother and my brother-in-law are cops and you know they're on the streets mm-hmm. out there like in this time, in this oh, climate, God. and it scares 
I go to bed every night praying. Like, just let them be okay. Just let them be okay. Just to like, and, and let everyone be okay because there's some nonsense happening. But then the bad cops that they, they keep on continuing to let them slide make it dangerous for the people that are good cops, like your family members. And I think Absolutely. if we don't start addressing that and we don't start like making serious changes in policies, more good cops, the ones that get killed to me are the good cops. The ones that are sitting in their car, they're actually answering a legit call. They'll, those are the ones that get killed because of a revenge, the angry, the, the, the climate right now towards law enforcement because if yeah. so many have gotten away with the bullshit. Yep. You know? And it's like, you can't expect people to just continue to see injustice after injustice after injustice and then not do something about it. And then usually the person that gets the revenge taken out on them is the innocent it's, one. It's not nothing right. to do with it. And not you know? if they only just held out, you know, the bad guy. Listen, everything this videotape these days, so what are you thinking anyway? Yeah. If you're a cop and you're doing something like inappropriate, like what are you thinking? Right. And and then we don't do anything about it and we, we, we let them off. Then of course there's going to, hatred's going to build. Here's my thing. And hopefully you join me in pushing this agenda. Like, listen, the midterm elections are this year. Anyone that's not voting in the midterm elections, where that is where we get the Congress that we need to like make some changes. I'm not dealing with you. I'm not fucking with you. Seriously, <laughs> you can't call me. We can't hang out. We're not friends. You have to care. Because if you don't care about our society, you don't care about me. You don't yep. care about my future kids. Or if I have some, I don't know if I have any eggs left. But anyways. Oh, stop. I'm up there. Um, so, you know, I feel like you have to care. Yeah. Because not no, caring is to. just as, as as dangerous as, as voting for the other side. That's like okay with this nonsense. My you friends know? are like, well, I'm not going to vote because I don't like either. I don't like either. Can I'm like, okay, so so, so <laughs> you just don't care at all. So li- look what happened. Though. Exactly. You know, and, and so and it's it's so ignorant. Remember honestly. how mad they were about her emails. We have a scandal a thousand times worse than that every single day. Every single day, and I mean, listen, it is. She would have been the lesser of two evils, and what? I but. I'll take it all day long. Yes. All day long. I think Meals on Wheels wouldn't have been canceled. I think that this gun issue wouldn't be such an issue. I think we wouldn't have these crazy people, these crazy judges that he keeps appointing that are so pro-white supremacy and so Nazi. Damn, they're Nazis. Like the things that he chooses to address and doesn't. And the, and the problems of North Korea and like the threat of a nuclear fucking war. A Twitter like, president. I get so crazy. Yeah, I on mean, Twitter. I misspelling know. things. I know. Like and a common. I just don't understand. And but – how is it not possible that he hasn't been impeached for all the wrong that he's yeah. done or assassinated? Listen, I'm not saying that I want anyone dead, but it's shocking that that hasn't happened <laughs> it, it or kinda, even it, an attempt of it, it. it. It is. And Obama, they got they got through the White House gate so many times. Like they were like, he it, it, had the most death threats. I, I I just I'm not that I like obviously I don't no, I know what you're saying die, but it's, it's amazing it's, it's that shocking that this is this it's amazing is, that there's no system of checks and balances to like stop some of this nonsense that's been happening right. right like why like you remember 24 like the president couldn't just do anything like he had some guy that's like okay look dude we can't do that because da, 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 da. it's like nothing no he 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 thinks he's living he's doing a reality show in his head this is a show this is the Donald Trump show look and up. we are all going down for it yeah where he's taking us down with his ratings the world's laughing at us yes he's fired so many people from his administration he has all these people that have no experience and then he fires them but i thought he had the very best people it, hope it, hicks was the last one and i said she was really close to him i wonder i i wonder i can't wait to read all these tell-alls if we make it that far how many um how many drugs do you think melania has to take to have to i have a feeling she's putting in her 10 years and then she's getting a big fat check and she yeah. will be out how many pills do you think would it take to have sex with them? I, I, there's not enough in the whole entire world <laughs> ever. I, I, somebody, I, we were talking about this in the show, and I, I asked Omarosa if she had sex with them because they seemed so close. And there was a lot of rumors that he was having sex with the girls on Apprentice. Yeah. And he's like, she got so pissed at me. 
And she's like, I heard it was you. I'm like, I would never in a million years ever. Right. But but she acts like she there's she's very protective. Well, she was. She is still in a, in a weird way. But then she's in one sentence she's protective, and the next sentence she's saying he's horrible. So I'm very confused. Well, she needs to watch her back because she's been running her little mouth. She when so we had a meet up the day after the show at Marissa's house. So she had like everyone from the show over. She had secret service with her. She like people are out to get her. Yeah, she had like security guards, and it was scary. She needs a good bitch slap. Yeah, but I was like, uh, why did you invite her to your house? I go, you just put us all in like harm's way. Seriously. Make sure you sage the house afterwards to get Ooh. those evil spirits. I was scared. I was honestly scared. <laughs> I don't. I don't need anyone trying to knock her off. And I'm getting caught in the crossfire. <laughs> it's not Brandy if it happens. No, or me. no, it's not me. Well, anyway, so this is um. So tell us when and where we can see the show because we have to wrap it up. We're getting okay uh, over. Mar- March 5th, uh, we're, we're not in every market yet, but March 5th, we, uh, if you go to therawword.com, uh, you can get all the information in our Instagram page. It has a listing of all the cities and the times. A lot of Fox affiliates um, around, you know, across the country. Uh, March 5th, different times. It's syndicated, so it's right. not like oh, it's on, right. yeah. That could be big money down the road. Well, the good thing about syndication is like it's harder to get that on, and the beginning right. is hard, but once it gets on, you are on, yes. and the money is... <laughs> syndication money is, cute. Is, a, is, a real, is a real thing. It's a little cuter. Yes. A little cuter, but it's, it's you know, in the beginning, it's harder. That's right, you, yeah, you definitely, you have to get, you have to, I can't even, this is my first podcast in a month, I can't even talk. Oh, so I'm popping your cherry? You are, you're hey, popping my cherry, hey. yay, I'm back, we're back, I'm so glad you're gorgeous. <laughs> I had a pretty, I had a gorgeous cherry pop. Well, tell us how we can find you on social media. Uh, at Claudia Jordan on Instagram and Twitter, and Real C Jordan, if you want to get the little behind, like the little dirt dirt on my Snapchat, because that's why I get to act up, because it disappears <laughs> after 24 hours. But I, I have a great time on social media, I'm really um, uh, interactive with everybody, I answer mm-hmm. Almost everybody, I'm pretty good about that because I really I I haven't had a job for a while. So. <laughs> You're like I really had a lot of time on my hands. So yeah. yeah, I've been. I didn't have a man or a job, so now I'm just like okay. But now I'm getting more busy. And, but it becomes yeah. your relationship in a way, it so does. it's okay. It you ha- wake like, up with at it. least you have something. You wake up with but, it. You exactly. Go to sleep with it. But things are good. Things are really good now in my life. Good. I'm very happy for you. And yes. I wish you all the luck. And I'm going to hold you to the fact that you're wanting me on the show. I do. I'm going to tell my producers. I'm like, we need to get Brandy on Claudia's couch. Yes. So it's once a week we'll do that. Perfect. That yeah. would be amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks and for I look me. forward to seeing the show. Yes. And I got your back if she tries to come after you. Don't <laughs> Perfect. We'll jump her. I'm scared. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.